0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value all the time. Welcome back, value investors. With all the growth stocks soaring again here in 2024, many of you are wondering, where are the cheap stocks? Where are the buying opportunities? Are there any buying opportunities? But you know what I say, there always are. There's always some value stocks out there, even in a growth stock bull type of market, which we're clearly in as the Magnificent Seven continues to hit new highs. But uh, where do we find these? that's always the key thing here on the value investor podcast and of course i'm going to deploy a screen for this and i wanted to take a look at cheap stocks with the zacks number one rank and remember the number one rank which is the highest ranks on the rank is the strong buys and there's usually about 220 to 240 companies that qualify as x number one ranks on any given day it can change daily and that's because it's data driven and during earnings season that's the time when the analysts get the earnings reports in They see new guidance or they get a uh, earnings warning and they have to go in and adjust the earnings estimates. And so that is what the Zax rank is actually based off of, the analyst earnings estimates. It has a couple of components in there. It's not just if the estimates being raised or lowered, but how many of the analysts are doing it and how much are they raising or lowering that earnings estimate? So it's a little more complicated than we make it seem out to be. And it should be, right? To have this kind of system, which we've had for several decades now. So it has a pretty long track record. If you wanna go look at what that is, you can go to zax.com and look on our education tab. or And I think it's just under stocks there and you'll see a lot of information about like what is the Zax rank. I think there's some videos there you can check out too that are kind of like the basics, the Zax rank 101, so to speak. But of course I wanted to include the Zax rank in this screen because it does give us an edge on finding the quality cheap stocks. So anyone can screen for, you know, cheap stocks in general, but the rank is going to give us hopefully some companies with rising earnings estimates, like something good is going in going on there that the analysts are raising those estimates on the company and those the rank is based off the full year estimate too. And it's for right now, it's looking at 2024 for the rank. As we get towards the middle of the year, and then in the second half, it'll start switching over to 2025. But for right now, we just started 2024. So it is still considering uh, what's going on in 2024. So I looked for Zach's number one ranks, the strong buys. I looked for stocks with a PE, that's the price to earnings ratio, under 20. So it's a little bit higher on the on the pe and then this screen also has the price to sales ratio which is under 1 and remember a, a price to sales ratio under 1 means we're getting the sales on sale basically so if it's 0.7 we're getting each dollar of sales that that company produces for just 70 cents. That's how much we're paying for them. And as value investors, we love to get things on sale. We love to get the stocks on sale and we love to get the sales on sale uh, if we can. And by getting the stock on sale, if that's cheap, if we got the PE under 20, that means we're also getting the earnings on sale if we're getting that lower PE. So just running this screen gave me 36 stocks. So that's a little bit more than I was expecting. Maybe because the PE was all the way up at 20, and it wasn't at 15, which I normally look at 15. But I wanted to be a little looser on this one since it was the Zacks number one ranks. So that isn't as much doom and gloom as you might think, right? Like you might think there's simply no top ranked number ones you know, that are cheap and our values right now it's only the growth stocks but that's wrong it did give us 36 stocks and there's quite a few number of familiar names on the list but i did pick out 5 as i usually do and just to take a look to see how cheap are these and you know why are they on this list but i think we can kind of figure that out so the first stock is steelcase ticker S is in Sam, C is in Cat, S is in Sam. And this is uh, what they call furnishings and solutions for work, but they mainly make office furniture and they have for decades. They're headquartered in Grand Rapids, which is kind of like the epicenter. Uh, that region, uh, Southwest Michigan, is epicenter for work furniture because uh, Miller Knoll which has Herman Miller is also in that area, although they're in Holland and Steelcase again is in Grand Rapids. But that whole region is very well known for like work furniture. And it's been an up and down ride for Steelcase during you know, the pandemic. Everybody thought we're never going back into an office ever again. And then things weren't actually that bad for the office furniture companies because Companies, we were starting to go back in and companies needed something new. Uh, they wanted to reconfigure the space. Maybe they wanted more barriers, more cubicles, not so wide open, right? Um, or just a lot of different changes happened when the pandemic happened. So um, steel is very cheap. It's got a forward PE of... 16.9. So that part isn't as cheap as some of the ones we've seen obviously, but it's got a price to sales ratio of 0.5. So that's really cheap. And I'm just taking a look now to see because I didn't look at the charts on these. I, you know, this was a screen for valuations, so I didn't really care what was happening on the chart. But I just wanna look and see if you know these are selling off, have they participated in the rally, and they participated in the rally. So over the last year, uh, Steelcase is now up 72%. We've had it on some podcasts in the past, and it was rallying big when we had it on there. And it's still holding on to a lot of those games, up 72%. But over the last month here up just 2.4%. So um, taking a little bit of a a breather here and it doesn't have earnings again until March. So keep that in mind. It's got a little bit ways to go and does pay a dividend yielding 3%. So that steel case ticker at. SCS. Second company is the Manitowoc Company. We've talked about them in the past too, but it's been a little while. Ticker Amazon Mary TW, MTW. It's a small cap. I believe they're in Wisconsin. Um, Let me look. Yes, they're in Milwaukee. And they uh, were founded in 1902. They do engineered lift solutions, which is like cranes, like hydraulics, hydraulic cranes, uh, but the crane side. So you would think like this might be doing pretty well, given what's happening in construction. Over the last month, it is down 1.1%, but over the last year, it is up 27.6%. So a little bit better than the S&P 500 over the last year. So we like that. Um, cheap though, of course, PE of 10.5, price to sales of just 0.3. So yeah, Manitowoc, it's always been cheap. It's been struggling a bit over the over the years, depending on what's going on with construction, but construction should be strong right now. And so that Should lead to some good things with these types of companies, right? But you have to have a little bit strong stomach because it is a small cap, those don't get as much attention, and so uh, it's a little more volatile. And just looking at the earnings, earnings expected to be up 52% in 2023. But uh, pretty much flat to down 1% in 2024, just down like two cents. But we are waiting on the earnings, which are coming in February for Manitowoc. So uh, tune into the earnings on that one if you're interested kind of in this construction area. So, no dividend, but that's Manitowoc ticker MTW. Third one we've talked about many times in the past, it is on the retail side, but these are always up and down. You kind of have to get them when they're on the down, and then they'll surge back up again when they get back on the trends. So, this one is American Eagle ticker AEO. And, um, this is American Eagle. That's one of their brands. And their other real hot brand has always been Airy, which is on the lingerie uh, sleepwear side, but very popular brand. So they've got two good popular brands. And they're in 80 countries now. I didn't realize with all of their stores and online, of course. Now, recently, they did report earnings. At you know, kind of the end of the last earnings season when the retailers report. And so they won't report again until March, but they increased their dividends recently 25%, and it is yielding 2.5% right now. Earnings for fiscal 2024 expected to be up 45%. Fiscal 2025, though, another 8.6. And all those estimates are higher in the last 30 days since they last reported earnings. So things going a little bit better at American Eagle than they have in the past. P.E. of just 14.4, price to sales ratio of 08 So that's American Eagle. If you're looking on the apparel side, and remember this is like teens and 20-somethings, for the most part, are their customers. American Eagle, ticker AEO. Then the next company is one we haven't talked about in quite some time. I want to say a number of years. That's why I picked it out, and it's the Greenbrier Companies. Ticker G as in George, B as in Boy, X as in X-ray, and this is the freight, the railroad freight car equipment company. So they make the like railroad cars, and fiscal 2024. Earnings expected to be up 23%. So that's pretty bullish. Two estimates are higher in the last 30 days. That's why it's got the Zacks number one rank. And how cheap is it? Greenbrier PE of 12.8, price to sales of 0.4. So both of those are obviously cheap. But what has it done? Over the last year, it's up 58% pretty volatile in there though it did sink down in the october uh sell off of last year but has staged a big recovery since then and let's see um five years it's kind of in this trading range since 2021 and it's it's uh up and down up and down it did make new highs in 2022 but is been real volatile, like big swings down and big swings up. It's on the upward trajectory right now, though, and that's kind of, if you're playing that momentum, that's where you want to be. So if you're thinking railroad cars are where it's going to be, and these earnings are on the increase, at least um, you know for this year and a little bit for next year, fiscal 2025, up 2%. But we got a couple quarters still left in fiscal 2024 here with this one. So still 23% earnings growth, pretty good with these type of economic conditions, right? Dividend yielding 2.6% with greenbrier. That's not too bad. So that's greenbrier ticker GBX. And then I'm gonna wrap it up with an auto company. These have all been cheap, mostly except Tesla. Uh, so, nobody should be surprised that one is on here. We've talked about Toyota recently. And I think, have we mentioned GM? I don't know, but I'm sure we have. I know we have many times on the show because that's always been dirt cheap, single digit PEs for seemingly a couple of years now. But this one is Honda, Honda Motor Company. Ticker H is in Harry, M is in Mary, C is in Cat. I've always not really talked that much about Honda on here, even though it remains one of the top selling auto uh, makers in the world. Uh, fiscal 2024, up, earnings up 37%, but fiscal 2025, another 11%. And the estimates are moving higher. One is higher for both years in the last week. So that's always bullish. That's why we got the number one rank. No estimates are being revised lower, none are being cut and so um you know that's all very bullish and of course this one is still cheap too pe of 8 price to sales of .4 so auto automakers do not disappoint on the cheapness scale but the problem is is really in the stock and like what it's done so over the last year, this one is has rebounded up 37% over the last year. Last month, it's up 9%, so getting a little bit bit of a bid. But if you're a long-term shareholder over the last five years, up just about 2.5% over that time period, huge sell-offs in there, including the pandemic sell-off in 2020, then a big rally, and then 2021, Things seemingly peaked and then it has the big sell off into 2022 when everyone thought you know the world was ending kind of and the growth stock rally ended. And even though this is a value stock not growth everybody thought that the consumer would really pull back there would be a global recession and no one would buy any cars. But that turned out not to be true so the stock started rallying in 2022 late 2022 and has rallied all throughout 2023. And now it's just kind of hanging out in 2024. And we're waiting um, to see if it can bust out. It did bust out in late 2023 to new highs, pulled back in the late year sell-off again that happened, but now is on the rallying cry again. So like I said, you have to have a super strong stomach to own these Car companies, no matter who they are, even Tesla right now, Tesla hasn't really been doing what it was doing over the past couple of years. So it too has been in these kind of swings areas and not really going anywhere over a couple of years. So, um, Honda Motor, though, you do get a dividend for your patience, which is helpful when you see it being this volatile. So the dividend is yielding 3.1% right now which isn't too shabby, and if you were getting the stock at one of these lower you know, areas when there is a sell-off, then obviously the yield is going to be a little bit higher even on that dividend. But it is hard to own the auto companies, I'm not going to lie. They've been values for many years. And remember, even Berkshire Hathaway owned General Motors for a, a long time, and then they finally <laughs> exited that position. Because sometimes, even if it's cheap, you maybe shouldn't wait around for the turnaround because it could be, you know, a decade or more in some cases, and your money is better off in other areas where the growth is actually there. However, Honda Motor is a Zach's number one rank, as I mentioned, and it does have the earnings growth trajectory, at least for this fiscal year that you do like to see as a value investor. That's what makes using the Zax rank so important because it can unveil not just the cheap stocks because anyone can get that. But also companies where the analysts are raising the earnings doesn't necessarily mean earnings growth. It just means they're revising their earnings estimates higher. But hopefully, it does mean earnings earnings growth. And in this case, it definitely does because this fiscal year, thirty seven percent, and then next year, another eleven percent. We'll see if that pans out. Um, maybe this is a true case of the. Uh, Auto companies, you know, finally getting their act together. It has had this big run, though. So, you know, are we getting in too late? Who knows. But, um, still dirt cheap. So that's what always helps us value investors. It is expected to report earnings still in February. So that is a key thing as well. With some of these auto companies, if they haven't reported yet, or any of these, you need to be tuning in to see what's going on now as we are in 2024. And they're able to give us some guidance for what they see going on the rest of this calendar year. So that's the five stocks that I picked out of the 36. There were some others that were the usual suspects that we've seen because they've just been cheap, but they now do have the number one rank, which is the intriguing part of this screen so i recommend using the zack's rank to try to find these higher quality names because this is where you're really going to find the buying opportunities when you're out there looking for some cheap stocks and if nothing else you can put these on your watch list watch what they do during this earnings season what they're saying they're seeing for the outlook for 2024 And then, you know, decide whether or not you actually want to jump in on any of these. And that's true of any stock, right? You need to do your research and not just rely on, you know, valuations or even the Zacks Rank, which is a short-term recommendation of just one to three months. But I like our odds when we add that Zacks Rank to these screens. So let me recap the stock tickers again. We had Steelcase, which is the work- uh, furniture company, ticker SCS, S is in Sam, C as in Cat, S is in Sam. It has had a huge rally here, so just FYI, but you are getting a dividend of 3% still with that one as well, and it's still cheap. Uh, Manitowoc uh, is the number two, and it's ticker M as in Mary, T as in Tom, W, MTW, and that's the Cranes Company. Then we had retail with American Eagle, ticker AEO. They just raised their dividend 25%, and um, they're cheap as well, but you got to be on the trend for any retailer right now. Then we had Greenbrier. Haven't talked about them in a long time. Railroad freight car equipment in North America and Europe, ticker G as in George, B as in boy, X, GBX. And then we finish it up with Honda Motor Company this time for our automaker ticker H is in Harry, M is in Mary, C is in Cat, and as always, I'm looking out there for the value stocks every week. And while it may seem like growth is dominating because it is doesn't mean you're not getting a steel case that's up over 70% over the last year, right? So even some value stocks seeing some nice rallies here, but they remain cheap. So that's intriguing. So keep those things in mind and be sure to subscribe here so that you can get the value stocks every week. As we move through 2024, so you can get us on Apple, you can get us on Spotify, you can get us on Amazon Music. We are on most platforms as well as YouTube. You can get all the audio podcasts on YouTube. We have a whole Zach's channel devoted to our podcasts, it's just Zach's podcasts. So type that into the search bar, you'll find it. And you can subscribe there and listen to all of our podcasts, including the lovely um, ETF podcast with Nina Mishra and um, the Market Edge is over there as well. So be sure to subscribe somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more value stacks.